0: And we're back with an all-new show, Damage and Blue. Look, I have these new sunglasses that have come in, and I'm sorry. I know people think that I've changed. I don't see it personally, but these shades are everything. Like, I I feel very protected when you can't really see my eyes because the eyes, they say, is the pathway to the soul. And if you can see my eyes, then you'd be able to tell you that my soul is getting pretty lonely over here.
1: Oh jason Cold i'm zone. waiting for the fur i i'm waiting for the fur coat to come out like first you have on shades you're about to come out with a fur coat like what in the nino brown is going on you have become so hollywood another reminder that you won't be getting a stimulus check because you're rich
0: actually oh, let's yeah. be very clear Wait. No, let's be very clear hold on let's be very clear do not hate on the stimuli because joe biden uh-huh. and donald trump both have gotten those stimulus checks to be and here's the crazy part I moved, what? and somehow the sim- stimulus check found my house. I'm like, wait a minute. How y'all find out where I live?
2: Wait, there's a new one coming? Yeah, there's a new one. <laughs> well, I don't know if another
0: one is coming. I'm just saying, I did get a stimulus check to my house. I'm not going to lie. I did not consult with my account whether or not I was supposed to get it. I just cashed it. So I feel like at some point at the end of the year, I'm going to get a knock at the door, and someone will be like, excuse me, give it back. And, and I'll give it back. If they want it back, they can have their stimulus check back.
1: I I think be careful because those PPP loan people. What is it? PPP loans. They had a crackdown. I think if you accidentally got a stimulus check, you might want to just not cash it or put it away somewhere. Cause I think even oh. I make too much. Jason, you shouldn't get one. You shouldn't get one.
0: Mm. Well, I did get one. Actually, I got three. Uh, three P. No, I didn't get three PPP loans, but I did get. I did get three stimulus checks. But listen, you know what PPP stands for? What I'm nervous. Pocket pussy, please. That's what I said when I went to the sex store the other day in Hollywood. I actually went over and bought one. you did I went over and I, I, yes, I went over and bought one and I'm so proud to be a pocket pussy holder. Look, I have wanted one for years, you know, but I will tell you the problem with a pocket pussy is you do have to know how thick your dick is before you buy one. Because, you know, getting it in that hole, I can tell you. It was a it was a task. And I got the real powerful pocket pussy like this thing. had, You have to charge it. And then when you charge it, you have to open it and lace it with lubricant. And then you lace it with the lubricant. You then close and slide the thing back on. And then you push a button and it starts vibrating. It has this pulsating thing where it like besides the ribbed inside and the little thing that goes up and down when you put it on your dick. It's it's a different type of experience than what I've ever had. You know, typically I'm used to like the grindy, the salt and pepper, the whole, all of that. You know, I love all that, but this thing doesn't do that. But I will tell you, I was saying to this on my other show, the most embarrassing thing, my housekeeper, I I be planning and plotting, putting toys away, hiding my lubricant, doing all types of things. My my, I'm convinced that my housekeeper loves making me feel uh, uncomfortable because she she found the pocket pussy. I had used it and forgot to clean it. I think she cleaned it, put it back in its case and put it right next to my bed. And we haven't had a conversation about it, but I don't really know how to address that. Like, do I tell her like, girl, like just throw things in a bag and put it in a cabin and just go home or what?
2: I'm still stuck. What motivated you to get a pocket pussy? Because every time I bring up the word pussy, Mm -hmm. this man is upset. And then he goes and buys a pocket version of the pussy mm-hmm. I've been talking about all these years. And I told you, it's amazing. It's great. What motivated you to go buy a pocket pussy? Well,
0: it doesn't really look like a pussy that let's start with that. Cause my dick wouldn't even okay. be able to respond to that. It just looks like a contraption. In fact, when I got it, I was oh. like, what is that big old soda can looking plastic thing going to do? Let me tell you something. Once I was able to fit it in, You know, cause now I'm thinking like, okay, you know, damage when you go to stick your penis in a woman, you know, I'm not going to get too personal and ask you, you know, what it's like and all that. But, you know, it's, it's, you know, if it don't open up right away, you know, I found myself having a conversation with the pocket pussy. Like, can you please open up? I was squeezing the side. I was trying to figure out how to pull it open. I didn't want to pull it open too hard and then break it. Because then it's like, once you break the pocket pussy, it ain't really fun anymore. But once I was able to fit it in there and and do it, I was like, yo, this took way more work than just sticking it in a human being. So uh, it was either that or get a fake ass. I just kind of feel like if I was in my bed humping a fake ass, I will really feel like an all time low. You know what I mean? It's like, what do you name yeah. it? Like, and it's half of a body at that. So you're really fucking a half a person. And then on top of that, you're thinking like, would I fuck somebody with no legs? Cause I'm not fucking you. If you're <gasps> no legs. It's what you mean, huh? You're surprised. You think I'll be fucking somebody. I, first of all, if I can't even hold on to your, if you ain't got no arms and no legs, you're just a torso. Now I'm fucking a torso. I'm not even dating a whole person. Shout out to the people out there without limbs. <laughs> I have the right to my preferences. I do not prefer to fuck something without toes and fingers. You need to be able to. If you be able to. You need to be able to take this dick, turn around, reach it, grab it, get it hard again, and stick it back in for the second round. If you can't do that, I cannot fuck you. Sorry, Jason. What is going on? Jason, what is know. going on? <laughs> I'm sexually frustrated. Like I took time out of my busy schedule to drive all the way to the store. I risked all of my pride to ask the lady for a pocket pussy. She helped me shop the pocket pussy section. I finally get the pocket pussy of my dreams, come home, and then now I don't know how to turn it on. Then I didn't, then the hole is literally like this big. So I was like, oh. what do you do with this? So, you know, you put the, you rub the head around the rim. You, you know, I'm having foreplay with the pocket okay. pussy. I'm like, hey, you gonna okay, open let's up the pocket Yeah. 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 But no, no. Let me tell you the difference between a pocket pussy and a whole nigga's asshole. Once you play Wait. with it, loosen it up, I'm telling you, and then once you get in there, it's it's like a suction mm-hmm. that happens. It sucks the whole thing in. Not with the pocket pussy. The pocket pussy was like, no, you're going to have to shove it all the way in. So finally, by the time I got all the way in, I was over it. I was over it.
1: <laughs> well, at least this is safe sex. Um, That's the silver lining. Is Jason. You've now told the audience in graphic detail that you are yes. having safe solo sex. For those of you who have not had a successful cuffing season, solo. the lesson I think Jason is trying to teach you is how you can pleasure yourself without being well, risky, right, well, Jason?
0: Like, like the pussy. That pocket pussy is it's on the shelf now. Like it just took too much work. <laughs> and then, and then I'm gonna tell you the real yeah. sensation that I found with the pocket pussy because it ain't just like a big rubbery thing that you do that with. That's the cheap shit. That's the shit y'all beginners be. This the real high tech <laughs> iRobot pocket pussy. This pocket uh-uh. pussy. It, it, the, let me tell you it, where it, the it damage, damage, update. Damage, <laughs> damage. 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 Let, let me tell you where the pocket. This pocket pussy works after you get the sensation. Once you're in it, because like there was a moment where I was like in it, I was like, okay, I could, you know, I can see this is whatever. But it, it's the vibration on the inside. Once you hit your climax, that it just keeps on doing this thing. But if I'm gonna fuck with a pocket pussy, it needs to be more realistic, like a man's ass. It needs to keep on sucking. And just keep on you know what i mean but anyway i'm just gonna say i'm a pocket pussy holder i'm proud to be a pocket proud pocket pussy holder ppp that is the loan that i have you will not be lent that though because it is by my bedside
1: damage would you ever was... get a pocket pussy no
0: ma'am
2: i got angela you got Pomula. i i, I don't think i need any more than this you know what I mean? And oh I'm guys. at an age where I don't like the solo play. You know, it make me feel real dirty afterwards. Like after the fact, i would be just sitting there just kind of staring off like, why did I do this? And then you got to clean it up. So I'm, I'm kind of getting away from the solo play just for a little while. I'm sure I'll be back soon, but it's been a oh, minute. Wow.
0: Not me. Let me be very clear. I love <laughs> solo play. I love play play, but I love solo play because... I ha- I'm a fantasy-based sexual being. Like I love skimming through the porn sites. I go first I start with X videos. That's my new thing because I think right now all the porn Me sites Me too. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. All the porn sites sites are competing with who's going to give you the most sluttiest content, right? So, Mm -hmm. X videos right now is like, I know your slutty ass want this. They give me that nasty group sex in the morning. So, I go to X videos first. But then, when they slide in that midget sex and that fucking daddy son shit, I'm not with that weird shit. Then I go right over to uh, uh, X videos. Then I wait, no, the X videos. Oh, then I go over to
1: X X and XX.
0: X X and XX. I go to X and XX. That's but then one. they they yeah. give you like they give you like fucked you in the bathroom, didn't know you porn. Like I ain't into just yeah. walking to the bathroom and somebody sticking their no, dick in your ear, right?
1: They got a good but oiled I, category. Yes, <laughs> right. they do. The massage category is lovely over there, actually. I'm a big fan well, of the massage category.
0: Then I go over to Pornhub because Pornhub has some guy in Florida. I am not gonna give him a shout out. I refuse to give him marketing, but he has something, I don't know where he'd be finding all these straight guys, and all he do is just suck them all off. They all got a story. It starts with telling you how big their penises are. So, like, you don't even have to waste your time watching the whole video. You watch the first 10 seconds, it says penis, 6.5 inches. You just go to the next video. You know what I mean? So I like his content. But then I be thinking, like, how he be getting all this premium cock? He's nobody who would get fucked at Twist in Miami on a late night. So how the hell does he find all these guys? What is he paying them? Because Did I you know- say Cock?
1: You said cock. You really said cock, Jason?
0: That, that was more disturbing
2: than everything I heard. You saying cock. You saying cock, I think, really creeped me out, out of everything I heard. Don't say cock, Jason.
0: Millions of Americans are experiencing thinning hair. It's common, even normal, but it's not openly talked about. So going through it can feel lonely and frustrating. It's time to change the conversation and join the thousands of people that are standing up for their strands with Nutrafol. Neutrophol is formulated with potent botanicals to help you grow hair as strong as you are and it's physician formulated to be 100% drug free. Nutrafol is physician formulated to be 100% drug free. They use natural clinically effective botanicals for better hair growth through whole body health. On top of thicker, stronger hair without lasers or chemicals, Nutrafol's ingredients may also help you get a handle on better sleep, stress response, skin, nails, and libido. Visit Nutrafol.com and take their hair wellness quiz for customized support recommendations. That put the power to grow thicker, stronger hair back into your hands. Does it work? Yes! In clinical studies, 72% of men saw more scalp coverage and 86% of women saw improved hair growth after six months. Whether you're experiencing thinning or not, you deserve hair as strong as you are. Nutrafol can help you achieve your best hair growth naturally. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to nutrafol.com and using promo code UNLOCK to save $15 off your first month subscription. This is their best offer available anywhere and it's only available to US customers for a limited time. Plus, free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at com. Spell N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code UNLOCK for hair as strong as you are. Well, listen, uh, listen, I love the word cock. Today is National Chicken Day. Um, I do what? feel like, yes, that's why I use the word. I'm using the word cock in uh, support uh, in honor of National Chicken Day. I'm gonna have chicken for lunch today. Uh, but no, nonetheless, look, I, I am enjoying my pocket protection. And I think that all of us who are lonely, I mean, look, you guys know I go through my bouts of wanting to be with somebody. I don't know what I want. At this point, I do know that I, I, I'm missing the company of a person. And in lieu of that, I got a pocket pussy. What can I say? You know what?
2: I'm I, I really amazed at how you broke down what you use each porn site for, because I thought I was the only person that did that. And I see Blue does that as well. Wait. It's amazing, right? <laughs> no, no, but I'm just saying, it's something we all share. It's like we jump to yeah. each site for something different. Like when I go to Pornhub, I love how regular couples are just up there making their own porn. It's so inspirational. Like I love Pornhub. That. It's like is live- is
1: the Walmart of porn? It's the Walmart of porn. Yeah,
0: but it's so nope. dope. It's like
2: you get true amateur porn. That's not you can't beat that.
0: You know, I really can't get into this whole new wave of bisexual porn where you have like one man and one woman are having sex and then all of a sudden another man enters the room and you think he's about to bang her out, but then his dick goes in the guy's mouth and you're like, hold on a minute, hold on. Like, I know that a lot of my straight straight friends, hey straight friends, a lot of you out there have been calling me saying that we should play around with a girl together. I'm not with all that. It's just too much pussy, dick and balls for me. I want just straight, nasty gay sex um in my life so i'm with the couples thing but the bisexual point is really it really throws me out because my mind just can't can't get into it
1: i have a question about that is Hmm. if a woman tells her boo thing that she wants to have a threesome he automatically assumes with another girl but what if she wants another guy is can you be straight and have a threesome with two men is that is that allowed
0: yeah, it's, it's a train. train. No, it's
1: three people. It's three people. See, that's sexist. No, no. It's three people. It's still a threesome. No, no, no
0: it's a train. It's, it's, it's,
1: so it's, it's a train it's when it's just like, that's that's sexist. When it's
0: two it's men and when it's two men and a female, they've called that a train. But let's be very clear. You could run train on all men and all women. Like you could the train is just a group of people. But yeah, that's traditionally in the hood of train. <laughs> a but, train. But but
1: can a straight I've heard straight guys say that they want to have a threesome until I mentioned you mean with another guy as well. And then they're like, no, 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 I'm not trying to do that. So it's still that's three not a people it's still, the the no. way numbers work it's still three people though
2: well you're looking at it wrong two guys one girl train three guys one girl train two girls
0: one I guy. understand
1: what you're saying what but you're saying, saying. Bottom I'm line, saying that to, to point, inviting a man invite to a man your
0: point. To your point, yes, you can do that. It's called a train. It, do any of those men want to be the caboose? Is the question. I don't know <laughs> that if two men want to fuck on you, that they actually want to be the caboose. But yes, two men and a woman is considered a woman is considered a train. Now, listen, I um, haven't had a train ran on me ever. Oh. I will never have a train run on me. <laughs> can you imagine the voice of America and the ass of Vigo? Getting banged out by two guys who could somehow collude together to go tell their story on the Breakfast Club. That ain't never happening over here. I wish somebody would say they ran a train on me. Now I've been in a room where some shit gets sketchy. You know, we three of us is in there figuring it out in the dark, and then all of a sudden, you know, somebody starts to slip in on the uh-uh. You you better, you better get your ass over here on the other side. But that's why I purposely lay on the right, on the right left side of the bed. Because when you're on the edge, nobody can get behind you. So you always keep your ass tooted towards the wall. That's how you stay protected in those situations. Just for all the gays. out there. What is going there.
2: on? It's <laughs> so much
0: information this- that I've never There's heard So of- much information. Hey, this is educational. Some people need to understand how to protect their assholes. Listen, men, some of you out there right now have a woman who's at work at her cubicle with her friends, plotting on how she can get her tongue near your asshole. Now you're somewhere in your cubicle with your friends thinking that you want your ass licked, but telling them I ain't never going to let that gay shit happen. Look, if you don't want your asshole touched, get on the left side of the bed and fuck sideways. Keep your ass towards the wall. Nobody will touch it because you would have to get out the bed and go around to penetrate you. By the time they get out the bed and start circulating, you can flip to the other side. Like, But hold on, baby, what you doing? That's what I do. I don't know. It works for me. It It wouldn't
1: work, Jason. It wouldn't work. All you have to do is reach back. That wouldn't work. Reach back to what? Women women are allowed to reach back. You don't know what we're reaching for. It could be your face. It could be your booty hole. I'm just saying. That wouldn't work. Y'all, yeah, where is...
2: <laughs> damage Listen, and when i think it's you go, going crazy jason then
0: blue comes in with some more information i'm just like well, wait.
1: i'm you just know saying why? well you i'm know just she's, saying
0: she's those new people the pansexuals where you just throw it in a pan and just stir it around and whatever you get is what you get scramble well, i'm not trying <laughs> i ain't trying to disrespect the pan community because last time i talked about the healthy community she talked about all my friends gonna be upset well, if all your friends got herpes, Blue, that's their problem. All oh, so my kidding. friends do not have herpes. That is fake news. I'm,
1: I, I'm, not, said- I'm not pansexual anymore. I'm skillet sexual. I've, I've struck some people <laughs> off my list that I won't have sex with. But I'm I, just I recently saying, found
0: you that out. Fr- I'm just saying you said you have friends that have herpes. I don't know if they get together and share medication information or if it's just a support group like... You know, if you if you walk in and B2K bump, bump, bumps on, does everybody get go up? I don't know. I'm so sick of offending people at this point. Cancel culture is real. I'm sure I offended several people today. There's several people who feel some type of By the way, Sydney Star, we're no longer ever posting you on Hollywood Unlocked again until you stop outing people every day. Today is Tay Diggs. Yesterday or the other day it was Eddie Winslow. You had Mama Winslow come out of the Diabetical Center to come on mm-hmm. here and support her son. Like if you are trying to use Hollywood Unlocked to out the people you're allegedly fucking on. I don't know why anybody would fuck you at this point. Chingy is somewhere in the unemployment line surfing for EBT cards in the slums of Savannah, Georgia because you ruined his career. At this point, you're not a bad girl. You're just a nasty-ass trans playing around with these niggas. And I'm going to tell y'all, when y'all be getting shot up and shit and then get mad at me for being transphobic, for calling it out, that's the type of shit that plays into the narrative. And I just feel like with sexuality, we got to get to a place where, on one hand, the men who are fucking on the trans and us gay boys need to accept that they love you know they love a little extra meat with their meal on the other hand we got to stop outing people and setting people up for situations that takes our entire movement back because at this point sydney star i mean i always thought you were messy then i hosted the baddies atl reunion and knew you were messy but now i'm confirming that we can't even support you anymore until we understand a little bit more control over the situation so i'm inviting you here to the show to talk about all of your mess. But we can't post her anymore. Make sure the team knows that.
1: Hmm. Yeah, outing people is inexcusable, and it's also malicious, um, and nasty. And so, if if she's really outing people, even if she's trans, you can still be trans and be wrong. That's just disgusting. I could never support somebody outing someone like that. It's violent. It's it's an act of violence.
0: And the content that she's sending over looks like it's from a movie or a TV show or something. It looks like a project they could be working on. You know, Eddie Winslow hasn't been seen in public for years. We don't know what he's doing. We heard rumors that he likes trans girls, and maybe he does, but if he does, isn't that his right to say when he wants to go public with that kind of stuff. I mean, he had to go to IHOP with Mama Winslow and that tired ass Deaconess wig she had on and some kid jumping around looking for some sprinkles ice cream. I mean, look, I just think it's completely out of control. I cannot handle it anymore. Sydney. you said you were with him. He came out and said he wasn't. Somewhere within that, there's a lie. Maybe he hid it on the way, you know, to get his oil changed or something like that. No pun intended. But at this point, he's not claiming you. Maybe, you know, I don't know. And I was a big defender of Sydney on the Baddies ATL reunion because I mean, ultimately, I just don't feel like it's appropriate to be transphobic, which I thought at the time uh, the girl Miss Judy was. Maybe I didn't understand the extent of the relationship. But now that I'm looking at the games that Sydney's playing, trying to use, I know she sent it to the Shade Room. She sent it to Baller Alert. We're all talking and we're all really confused at what Sydney's trying to get. If it's 15 minutes of fame, 13 and a half are up. And it's just really sad to watch. But nonetheless, I don't like that. And to all the straight men out there who keep getting at me, I'm going to fuck you and not tell nobody. So let me just say right now, I do not out people. Oh. I do not out people. No, I'm just saying because I don't out people. I want every straight man to know that when you come through this, these double doors here at the palace and you sign that good old NDA with Andrew, you are going to get fucked down in private. And I'm never telling Never, ever, ever.
1: I I don't even, I'm a big fan of discernment, but I've never seen it packaged quite like that, Jason Lee.
0: <laughs> well, that's what they say when they get into my bedroom.
1: Uh-uh, you know what? All right, you <laughs> well, set look, yourself you know, up for
0: that one. I, I mean, did, I did, I did. I'm done. I'm done. Well, you know somebody that I would have slept with back in the day? before they got cracked out, and this is really sad to say because I don't like talking about people on crack, but nonetheless, here we are. Ex-NBA player Delonte West, he got arrested in Florida after he got uh, caught up in some drunken incident with the police. Remember at the top of the year, we talked about Delonte West. He, uh, He took a big step in the right direction, when he landed a job at a rehab facility, and this was after we saw videos and pictures of him on the street, Mm -hmm. people in the NBA were saying that he needed support and help. And remember, there were people that actually reached out to help him. This is the same basketball Mm -hmm. player that had lived off a career saying he slept with LeBron James's mama, and that blacklisted him. And it seemed like his career was just down the drain from there. Well, anyway, while it seemed like he was on his way back from hard times, it now appears that he's going through another tough time in his life. Now, this uh, former athlete was arrested on Tuesday after he... Uh, allegedly got into a drunken fight with cops. Now, what cops are saying is that uh, they stopped him after he was yelling and banging on the glass doors at the police station in Boynton Beach. Now, we know that he had a lot of mental health issues, um, and we saw some really sad videos and pictures of him, which looked like not only was he disheveled and suffering from the drug and alcohol addiction, but that his mental health may be playing a part of it. Now, officers, officers are saying that he was doing all this while he had open bottles of vodka and beer, and after he was ordered to stop, and comply, he got up and put his hands inside his pants, causing one of them to uh, pull out a taser. So he was arrested and booked. And now he's been released. Uh, And, you know, people are saying that, you know, maybe he's back on drugs. I don't know, even though he went to a a rehab facility, shout out to Mark Cuban back in 2020, who helped him out. But people are now saying that maybe he's, you know, back out there again. I saw his uh, his, uh, arrest photo, those pretty green eyes. Uh, on top of that cracked out face. It's just really sad. But is mental health to play? And should they have tased him or maybe should they have uh you know talked to him a little, I don't know, calmer than they did.
2: Yeah, I mean I wasn't there, so I, I I'm 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 seeing a, uh this taser come out a lot with the police force lately, right? They tasing everybody, they're tasing little women. I mean little women, they're chasing children, they cha uh they're tasing women, they're tasing everybody. So I'm I'm sure they could have de-escalated the situation without using the taser, but Yo, man, he he's clinically bipolar. He's been suffering through a lot. He showed up to the police station. He had, you said, beer and vodka. So he's clearly drunk. And, you know, we just got to continue to pray for him. He needs help for sure. Um, this is going to be an ongoing battle. And the people that were supporting him before keep that same support. Nothing changes. He's going through something
1: mentally. We got to have his back. It's, it's as simple as that. Yeah, we need to underscore that that drug um, addiction is an illness. So it's not a character flaw. I think sometimes when we meet somebody who has an addiction, we get annoyed with them as if we're talking to somebody of sound mind and as if they're just being willfully ignorant. He has an illness. He's clearly a sick man. So I just Mm -hmm. hope that the people in his life approach him as somebody who is sick, not someone who's just a bad person, because it's a big difference.
0: You know, know, this goes back to the whole question when Iggy Azaria raised the point about record labels having programs for treatment for artists. You know, do you think that the NBA should have programs to help uh, people? Because it seems like a lot of these athletes, I know in the NFL with CTE, now over the NBA, a lot of, you know, different issues that are going on where, you know, some of these big stars, you know, fall because they fall into hard times. Do you think that the NBA uh, owes these uh, players anything?
1: Actually, yeah. I th- I think any public figure should have access to some kind of mental health um, assistance because the internet has created a space where we're constantly waging psychological warfare on public figures. Like, the things that your people are going through right now, back in the day, if people didn't like you, there'd be rumors and people would be talking about you behind your back. Now, millions, if not billions of folks can literally tell you to kill yourself 24-7. It's a whole different day, and I think it's time for different leagues to think about how to make sure that they're protecting the mental health of people who are going to be basically carted out to the public for for commerce if you're using their their likelihood to make money and to make billion dollar corporations protect your assets and make sure that they don't crack under the pressure so i think yeah i think any public figure should have access to some kind of mental health anybody because the internet is nasty
0: well, you know, a lot of people online are blaming LeBron James, and here's the deal. LeBron James is not, you know, he has many flaws, but if you slept with my mother and then you went out and talked about it and made jokes about it, and then all of a sudden had a mental breakdown and you lost everything, I would say that that's karma. I wouldn't say that that's my responsibility. I don't think LeBron James needs to win any more brownie points with you, Joe Public, He doesn't care about what you think. He needs to worry about him and Savannah and his children and the things that matter to him and building his legacy. I think at this point, while this is a sad story for Delonte and his friends and family, I don't think that LeBron owes him a motherfucking thing. In fact, I don't think that LeBron is petty, but had it been me, I would actually be throwing a pity party No, I wouldn't be throwing a pity party. I'd be throwing a different type (laughs) of celebration. But I I think that the internet just, uh, you know, has unrealistic expectations that LeBron is supposed to somehow be Delonte's savior. Delonte is responsible for Delonte. Now, if we want to extend that responsibility, we could say, like Blue said, you know, the NBA—that was one of your investments. If you are investing in it, in him, make sure that he's healthy. But he's been retired from the NBA for a long time, and he's still responsible for his own life. He, at one point, he had millions and millions of dollars. He's blown through it all. And I, I don't know that anybody's individual mental health is their, other people's responsibility. I have my own mental health issues. I struggle with social media. Sometimes I'm over there on the app. You know the app I'm on, and that place will drive you crazy. But it's not something where you can feed into it and let it rent space in your head. And it's unfortunately that life has kind of rented all the space in Delonte's head. We wish him the best. Um, mm-hmm. But nonetheless, I don't think that LeBron James owes him anything.
2: I think it's funny that somebody could say this one person owes him. If that's the case, then we all owe him. He's part of our community. He is our brother, if you want to look at it like that. Why is it that only LeBron James, because of whatever happened, only he should be responsible for Delonte West? If anything, we all should be responsible. Like Blue said, give him that grace. Don't look at him like he's a bad person. Look at him like he's somebody dealing with something. And we need to look out for him. And people have been looking out for him. And you know what? As bad as social media and the news has been around the stories when it comes to him, it's also shedding light on his situation and people have been able to remember and to come in like Mark Cuban, like other players, and I'm sure people behind the scene, to actually help him. So the press, it always comes with a good and bad. For the people Mm -hmm. to be pointing fingers at LeBron, I think it's hilarious. But at the same time, for this to get coverage allows other people that will help to go, yo, we need to look out for that dude. He needs some help, for real.
0: Yeah. Well, listen. Somebody else that needs help, or at least won't get married until he does, is Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx is saying that he's Jamie Foxx is saying that he's not the marrying type, and that he won't be married until he's in a wheelchair and needs somebody to push him around. Now, look, I, I Jamie, you know you're a great guy. Uh, you have a fairly large penis, and you have a lot of money. Uh, you've been with a lot of women. You have beautiful children. You have it all. You literally live on the hill of a hill, far out in Porter Ranch. We've all been to the parties at your house. At this point, he's saying that he needs to not get married until he needs somebody to push him around. This is the same guy who ended up in a relationship with Katie Holmes, who was in a relationship and had a baby by Tom Cruise, his friend, who was in a movie with him and who was like really, really close buddy. So I don't really know that his issue is the women. Maybe it's his own issue, but he did reveal in his memoir, Act Like You Got Some Sense that he is not the marrying type. And he went on to say, because I've had two children without being married to their mothers, the subject of marriage has hovered over my head in one way or another for years. Everyone's been asking me about getting married. My daughters, mothers, people in my family, strangers on the street, even Oprah has asked this question. Now, he has a 27-year-old daughter, Kareem Fox." with his ex-girlfriend, Connie, and the 12-year-old you know who he shares with Kristen um, Grannis. He also said, quote, I just don't think I'm the marrying type, at least not for now, maybe in a few decades when I'm in a wheelchair and need somebody to push me around and change my diaper. Look, we all know that I struggle with wanting to be in love, whether it's one, two, or three, y'all. Hi. Uh, But, you know, companionship is a good thing, especially when you have a lot to lose. And Jamie clearly does. He's a great guy. He's a funny guy. He's a talented and very successful man. And some would say when you build your kingdom or your queendom, you, you should share that with somebody. But maybe he's just not done, you know, spreading his semen throughout the streets of Porter Ranch. What do you think?
2: <laughs> I think whatever he says is best for him is best for him. But the sad part is a lot of people look at this as an example for their lifestyle. Jamie Foxx can afford to be on his own. Some people can't afford to be alone you need some people need companions to get to the end of life you gotta remember a lot of people are not making millions of dollars a year like jamie fox some of us are just regular work going people and if you think you can just oh i'm not the marrying type and i'm going to stick out stick it out alone i hope you have a lot of kids that care about you that because at the end of life you're going to need somebody to be with you're going to need somebody to help you out when you retire you better hope you have that money set up because companionship is not just for fun like sometimes you need to be with somebody you need to cohabitate to survive but to that point but to that
0: point damage let me say this though because i do believe relationships regardless of how much money you have should be about those things right how can we coexist co-build co-support each other because even if i have a lot of money yeah could i date somebody that doesn't have any money or do i care if the person is as successful as me no but But there are other things in my life that would create a balance for me to be able to focus on getting more money and becoming more successful, like emotional balance and companionship. So I don't think a lot of people think about the purpose of relationships anymore. I was uh, on a date recently with a guy. Who was in a relationship with a guy he's not happy with he's he's literally on his way out of the relationship but it was just a kind of chill like hang out date i think i was coming off of paris where i had that traumatic ass experience that i had to decompress he was not happy we kind of just vibed to hang out and we were talking about it and what i realized in his situation was he still needed his relationship because they had to pay the bills they had to cover costs Mm -hmm. of certain things and it was easier to stay there but Is that a reason why we should stay in relationships that we're not happy with? Because I would rather go sleep on my cousin's couch and be unhappy than to be with somebody who emotionally and physically drains my life every day.
2: Well, that is two different things. One is staying in something you don't want to be in and somebody refusing to be in something. That's all I want to That is two different situations.
1: So uh, the Jamie Foxx thing, I'm calling bullshit only because, um, <laughs> I spent the entire, I'm calling, I'm just going to be very simple about it. Call bullshit. I spent the entirety of yesterday, ironically, with a friend who was asexual and there are people who are actually asexual and please, please which, down
0: asexual because at this time there's a pan, sand, ban, damn, like, it's not
1: is- gay though. The, it's my complete opposite. So she and I like to hang out cause we, 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 we weird people out cause we're the opposite ends of the spectrum. Pansexuals means all the sex. And asexual means none of it. She don't want none of y'all, okay? Like, don't look at her, leave her alone. And we had a really long conversation about asexuality and gray sexuality, which is also very popular. People don't realize it. When you're asexual, you have no desire for romantic partnership, and you move as someone who doesn't have a desire for romantic partnership. When you're gray sexual, you can only fall in love with people once in a blue moon because you're tired of everybody, right? So there's a people blue, there are people who move like that.
0: Blue, blue you are not going to come into this show and create a new fucking sexual saying.
1: I didn't create no, it. It's gray, been around-
0: gray, gray sexual I didn't now, create okay? it. Great,
1: yeah. Wait, if you have that aunt gray. who only gets married, who only fucks once every 10 years, she's gray sexual.
0: No, gray sexual is Demi Lovato, it's all gray. You know what? It, it, I think we
1: all know people that are gray sexual. We all know, in our family. Pe- we she all like, have that auntie, auntie who we know is gray sexual. But my yeah, point is, I'll never get none. <laughs> Folks who are asexual and graysexual move in a very clear way. Jamie Foxx is not asexual or graysexual or even demisexual. He's just a Negro with intimacy issues and unresolved trauma whose therapist failed him. And so now he's given up and found a very pretty way to repackage it to the public. He is someone who likes companionship. I've heard about his parties as well. And I'm not going to say if I've ever been to one. It's very clear that Jamie Foxx likes companionship. And likes to be touched and likes to spend time with people. So that's not what he is. He is not asexual. He's just a grown man with unresolved trauma who's finding a cute way to repack it to y'all as to why he's not opening up his heart to be hurt again. So I'm calling Bullshit. Well, I,
0: I wanna Ooh, be I wanna, I wanna be a referee in the naked basketball games that they say he allegedly has at his house. Cause I wanna Ooh. see what the D, I wanna see what the D looks like. Listen, I don't know if you're gray sexual, asexual, pan, Sam, or damn, but what I will say is that relationships are very complicated. Now, do I, I, you know, I will say there was this one time, I think I shared here on the show years ago, but there was this one time that I went to breakfast with a guy and we were sitting in Denny's. Now, this is how long ago it was, because you know damn well I ain't been to Denny's in, nice. how, I don't know how long, but we were sitting in Denny's and we were talking and he, and we had such a good night together. And then in the morning, we were at Denny's having breakfast, and I looked behind me, and there was this old woman. She probably had to be in her 80s. She was sitting there by herself eating her soup, and I broke down crying in Denny's because I thought about being lonely at 84 years old. Now, of course, if I'm mega rich by then, I'll be getting sucked off by people who probably don't even speak English, but, but it's still the point is you want somebody who cares about you for you. You know, like, I have staff. They're in these sappy-ass relationships. You know, they all love each other. All these damn posts on Instagram and shit like that. That's cute. I want that. Maybe for a Christmas or two, because I have intimacy issues of my own. I don't think I can last, like, four seasons, though. Like, let's, let's get through a couple. Jason, yeah, no.
1: I'm calling BS on YouTube, just like Jamie. You know that you're a Leo. Every single zodiac sign is ruled by a part of the body. Guess what part of the body is ruled by Leo? The heart. You guys oh, love yeah. companionship. You guys I don't care what you say, brother. I know that you want a partner. Okay. Call am thing a thing.
0: No, I do. No, that my part of my body that does rule, it, yeah, it, yeah. I don't know if it's my heart. I think it's my Amex at this point. I got frequent flyer miles. Mm-hmm. Like at this point, <laughs> in my assistant's job, my assistant's job is two things. One, know when to buy the flight, and two, know what time to walk in my house in the morning. That that that's the thing he needs to realize. But look. No, and all all jokes aside, you know, I do want companionship, but it is very hard. Like I had lunch this past weekend with Lala. First of all, shout out to Lala. You are everything Ooh, she's person. On. She is beautiful. Mm-hmm. She uh she's a sweet person. But when I, I texted her after brunch and I said to her, you know, I really appreciate your vulnerability, you know, and, and just being vulnerable and being so honest and so nice and sweet, and she very, very authentic by the way, she FaceTimed Sierra and I was able to say hi to Sierra too. She was very cute. No, but I think what I was talking to Lala about when we were talking about the type of guys and, that I was looking for in dating, I was explaining to her, like, it's very, very difficult. I can only imagine somebody like her and celebrity women or celebrity men like a Jamie Foxx dating. For me, who's not a celebrity but known, is still very complicated. And yes, do I want companionship? Yes, but I'm looking for it in all the wrong places. Everybody I've looked for is not it. <laughs> uh and so you find yourself kind of running through them and then after a while you become desensitized a lot because it's like why am i if i'm going to invest a lot of time and getting to know you when i can just go get what i need to get right now from tom dick harry and tom's harry dick why do i need to invest in you you know what i mean so it's one of the it's weird it's weird it'll speak to you one day Well, I'll tell you what else is speaking to me, my Mm -hmm. testicles. And they're going to take a bath. What? There's a new new process of testicle baths, um, but it's a male birth control device that that Dyson has created. So if you've never heard of this, a testicle bath has won the $45,000 prize at the James Dyson Awards as a new innovative form of male birth control. This is a contraceptive that was created by recent industrial design graduate Rebecca Weiss. Of course, it was created by a woman who said she wanted to explore a new development for men. Now, it's titled COSO, and the device is an ultrasound-based uh, and a reversible and hormone-free male contraceptive device for home use. And so this is how it works. Damage. The device is filled with water up to a certain limit on testicle, based on your testicle size. And so COSO's website says that the water must be heated up to a specific temperature, and then the user must spread his leg hey, And sit down to place the testicles in the device. She said she came up with the idea after she was diagnosed with cervical cancer and says that there was a lack of male birth control and she wanted to be able to dunk your donuts into a testicle bath. I can't. I like it. I like it. I already
1: see a flaw. I already see a flaw in this, guys. It's based on testicle size, and you guys are not very honest about sizes in general. So from right there, it wouldn't work. I don't see men being honest about. How I don't, I don't see anybody
2: are. walking around.
1: Y'all be lying about <laughs> <exaggerating> everything. <laughs> the
2: size of their balls. I've never. heard of Y'all lie
1: book. about everything from the oh, waist down. My balls so. real
0: big.
2: I, I've never heard of that but in my life. I got, I well, got two balls.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna need two bathtubs for these motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, yeah. To
2: fill this one up. <laughs> and I, I, will
0: say, I will say there is something like if you come to my house and you have extra large balls or they're hanging too low. I'm, I, we got. We're going to have to have a conversation because there's nothing worse than like it's sort of like a swinging pendulum while you're having sex. These big old things just shaking around. And usually that's what white men. I've seen a couple white men with some pretty low hanging nuts and I don't know what that is. Like, is that a some type of disease or something? I mean, you can kind of tape those up or or get some kind of thread needle. I don't know. It's somehow. Elephantitis.
1: I think it's called elephantitis.
0: Is that what it's called? I, I, I think, think so, it's a yeah. difference between the size and then the
1: sag level. That's true. Yeah, okay, that's get, two your sag up.
0: get your sag up. If you a sag card holder, nigga, sag it up. Is there a sag shaming that takes place? Because I don't have saggy balls, but I know what I look like when I see balls flop out. And there's something to be said that when your balls are longer than your dick, like your dick oh. is here, but your balls are like way down here. Like, there's a problem. Where would who what is your father doing? I would go get sag replacement or sag, and I would get sag suturing because at some point you got to pull them things up.
2: I I mean, I think everybody got their own preference. You know, some ladies might like that. Some ladies might (laughs) like that. You know, you you hitting it from behind. You you feel that weight that weighted. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh my god! Okay, I don't, I don't know any of those. late I will say this: I don't believe in genital shaming. For obvious, cause, you know, I, I feel like everyone Jason should. Shames. Jason will shame. Everything. I will say, no, no. I, I have been tested though. I've seen some balls that have made me pause, and I had to fix my face because he was looking for a reaction. I had to like play it off. Um, But no, I think men tend to carry actually more insecurity about it than women do. And we tend to feel bad for y'all. Like, it's okay, babe. You know, you just, they drag a little bit. It's fine.
0: Listen, there's one, there's one porn star. His name is like Giovanni or somebody, I don't know what he, he's like Middle Eastern or maybe he's Italian. I don't know. Damage, plug your ears. He has a really huge penis, but he has some really oversized balls. And I ain't gonna lie, when he's hitting it, that sound that, uh, like I go from watching the sex to literally timing when the balls are going to hit the ass. And it's so distracting. When you're trying to jack off to it, too, it's like, duh. It's sort of like when you hear your neighbor and they're doing this and you're like, hold on, like, like you start moving. Now you rocking in your chair. Now you on the beat. Because as black people, we're used to following the rhythm. I just don't want to beat to that drum. I'm sorry. And now that this teabag concept, contraption is out here, now I'm going to see my friends come over like my pocket pussy and put their little teabag machine next to that. No, oh I don't God. know that a woman should be creating this for men. I don't know that. now. So when you put your balls in the contraption, it uh, says the water got to be certain level. It's now mm-hmm. you're boiling your eggs. I just, I, I don't That's know. Right. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's not safe.
1: Well, well, for all being, the men, for, be, go ahead.
2: I would say being that men uh, created probably female contraception, I'm not really mm-hmm. mad that women are making it. And remember, boys should be washing their balls anyway before sex regardless. So if you got to take a little dip to get the sperm count down and make sure you're not getting nobody pregnant, take the dip. You know how I many people ain't trying to get people pregnant out here? Go in there, take Wash the dip. Wash your balls,
0: I think once your balls are that warm, though, your penis ain't going to want to get hard. Like, it's going to be like, uh-uh, it's time to go to bed. You know how you sip hot milk? You know how you drink hot milk before you go to sleep? You're like, where's toasty. this going? You're, you know, you're like, you're like in a toasty little situation. The fire is burning. Your balls are overly warm. At this point, you don't want to fuck nobody. Now, I, now, I disagree. Well, We're I will say, say this. Sex. Th- Go ahead. Some of you guys are hypocrites, though, because I did have a
1: female friend. I'm not going to say her name. I don't want to get in trouble. She was dating a guy, and I think it's called elephantitis. He had really abnormally large balls. She worked through being supportive of him. Despite his insecurity about that, but then he judged her for having beef curtains, which is the female equivalent. So she was like, I can't believe that I had an open mind with him and he's judging me. So if you're going to ask for grace guys, if you meet a lady with, you know, curtains, just make sure that you show her the same love no, no my I'm poor sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm in
0: my studio right now looking at what curtains actually look like. I'm sorry. If I reach down into your pocket of beef jerky and you pull out that extra oversized meat, whether it's a clit or a dick, I'm sending it back. Now, there are some people who have oversized, you know, the... Uh, you know, the extra skin or whatever. And that's okay if it's a little extra. But if it's extra to the point to where you have cottage cheese and pineapple surrounding the rim, and you got to oh take an God. extra bath and dip it, because some, cause some of y'all with the extra skin, whether it's the extra beef curtains or the skin, don't know how to properly clean it. And I I personally... Do not like having to have a conversation about hygiene. I I am gonna always be clean. When you get in my bed, I'm gonna have fresh draws, fresh uh, tank top, tea. I'm gonna be bathed. I'm gonna have oils. I'm gonna have might even have cologne. I'm gonna have lotions. I'm gonna have the t- the breath gonna be right. If you get in here and you smell like you literally just ran around a taco truck and dipped your dick in some uh some of that white sauce that sour cream, and now you here talking about let me wipe it off real quick. No. We have a problem. Sorry, like
2: such a child. I have no idea what he's
1: talking about. Hygiene is important is for everybody. About? I think
2: he's talking about I'll vinegar balls. Vinegar, <laughs> vinegar I'll balls. I'll say this: I don't see nothing wrong with you know up at the temperature on the ball water because after sex, when she come and bring that hot towel, and you just wipe yourself down, it's no better feeling in the world. So wait, wait she, she has to bring the hot towel. She brings the hot towel. When she brings the hot towel after sex, shouldn't
1: you be bringing the hot
2: towel?
0: When damage, she you brings the to hot towel at damage, six, damage, you why supposed i so have
2: upset that? that I got a towel brought to me once in a while. Who says she you brought it every time?
1: Lord, that is. You stuffy. see, you
2: see this how they what is going on in today's show? Everybody's judging each other, we're shaming each other. Can I get a hot towel once in a while? When I wait, have wait, sex, wait, wait, wait. So, okay. damage,
0: so damage. When you're having mm. sex, you're just laying there like this, like, bring me the towel. I mean, what? Wow. Is- nah,
2: you know, sometimes if, if she do it right, you just kind of, you kind of in the daze for a little while and you look up and the towel's already being presented. Mm. Oh, thank you. And if she wiped it down
1: for you. You ain't got to wait, wait. sit back. She wiped it down it? for you.
2: <laughs> yep. The royal penis is, is clean. Thank you.
1: Wow. Okay. Thank you. Mm. Ladies, find a man who will bring you a hot towel. All
0: right well listen uh I'll tell you what's also crazy the inter the internet is now backing a woman who refuses to be the best friend's uh maid of honor after her fiance was not invited. A woman posted to uh to the subreddit. And I she said, quote, Am I the asshole asking her followers if she was wrong for bowing out of her best friend's wedding party as the maid of honor after she found out that her fiance would not be invited? The woman goes by the name of Mad Maid of Honor 2710 on Reddit.com and wrote it in a post that she and her fiance have been dating for 10 years and were planning to get married in January. And her best friend and her future husband were invited to their wedding. Now the woman's story blew up and she got 17,000 votes. Uh, that she wasn't wrong for dropping out of the wedding as the maid of honor. Now Mad Moa's twenty seven ten added that her friend has only been dating her future husband for about a year and became engaged following uh six months. Now she stated that she asked to be the maid of honor or she was asked to be the maid of honor and the wedding was going to include more than 200 people. And she wrote, quote, naturally, I assume my fiance would be invited. My best friend has known him for 10 years and they're all so friendly. Most of our friends are married so their spouses get an automatic invite. I assume my fiance would be invited too, but my BFF decided to notify me that he's not invited. Literally yesterday during a chat we had and I told her about my uh, the suit my fiance bought. So that's how she found out. Now, let me just tell you, I recently lost a friend over something like this. Don Benjamin, as you know, has been my friend for a long time, many years. Before I was Jason Lee from Hollywood Unlocked. And before he was Don Benjamin, you know, uh, the guy who's doing whatever he's doing. Now, listen, I have uh, been a loyal friend to Don. Uh, We both snuck in the Rock Nation brunch together. I think I told that story here before where we wanted to meet Rihanna back in 2012, the day after Whitney Houston died. Uh, He's somebody that... Uh, he's been to my birthday party. We I've taken him to his first fashion week. Spent all the money doing that. That was back when he had ten thousand followers. where you know, he got engaged to and married Leanne V after they had a very public breakout. A lot of details of that, which never came out because I kept them private. I'm not going to be messy and put them out now. But what I will say is that recently, when I was in Mexico or Aruba, I, th- I think it was in Mexico, I found out that coming back into the country, he was being ma- he was getting married. Now I had saw that they were getting engaged but i didn't know that they were getting married i found out from my photographer who was their photographer that he was getting married and so i was uh, i was surprised that i wasn't invited then on top of that i saw that there were all these other people who he had just become friends with these tiktok motherfuckers you know whatever he had brought so i will say when it comes to invitations for weddings people do take certain things personal when you think you have a certain relationship Mm -hmm. with somebody You expect them to acknowledge that relationship. Now, although mine was a direct relationship with Don, in this case, you ask somebody to be your maid of honor, you would assume if she's partnered with somebody for over 10 years that that's an automatic invite, no? Yeah, you would assume, but
2: I I, I feel like something else is going on with this. Why wasn't old boy invited? I don't know if he was probably hitting on her throughout Mm -hmm. these years of them being cool. You never know. Like There's a reason old boy wasn't invited now. She has the right to not invite him, and as, you know, that's her due. If she feel like he wasn't invited, she can easily step off. But I do feel like there's something going on with that. That's not a typical move. There's something probably old girl don't know about her man, and maybe they'll come out in this uh, little conversation they have in here.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I think... See, I'm the kind of person where I don't want a big wedding. I've always been a bigger fan of like having my my time and focus on on the, the marriage, not just the wedding, which is just the party. So I want to have less than 100 people at my wedding. So if you don't get invita- an invitation, you're going to be in the majority because I get 50, he gets 50, and everybody else can watch it on, on YouTube. However, when you are the maid of honor and you've had a friendly relationship Um, With your partner and your best friend, best friend is a very strong term for a decade. At that point to Damages' point, it is a little bit suspect that he's not invited. And even if the guy had hit on her, if you were a good friend, you would have pulled her aside and proactively said, sis, I love you. I want you to be part of my wedding. You're like a sister to me. We're besties. However, I'm uncomfortable with him coming to my wedding for this reason. Do you want to still be a part of it? But to, like, be passive-aggressive and let, let her think that she's going to be a part of it and reasonably think that he's going to be involved as well, like everybody else's partner, and then slipping in, that's passive-aggressive. So she has a right not to invite him, but the way she did it was really grimy. So that's where yeah. I had a problem
0: with Yeah, But, you know, again, like, you know, I use my own experience, right? Like, I was not invited. I wasn't not just not invited, but the excuse I was given was because of covid there was only a certain amount of room. Now I don't you say you're going to have 200 people, maybe I'll have 300 or 400 people at my wedding because I'm going to need 350 and he could have 50 or whatever. But Ooh. what I will say is regardless of what the breakdown in the numbers is, you know, I just feel like weddings are a very sensitive thing. I don't even go to weddings, but I'm siding with the maid of honor in this one because ultimately yeah. if you ask this person to be in your wedding, then you let your other friends bring their spouses. This is her spouse. That There should have been some consideration or at least a conversation around capacity or space or whatever. In my case, I wasn't given that. It was given after the fact when our actual friends called Don out on it And said, why isn't Jason here? And then with all these bullshit excuses. You know, I was going to have a whole meeting with him to explain to him how I felt about it. But at this point, there's no need to have a conversation because I see it just like this woman sees it. And now she knows where she stands with her friend. I don't think she did anything wrong by pulling out. Maid of honor is a privilege for the bride. It is not and a privilege for the person. But ultimately, you're not getting paid to be the maid of honor. So why don't you just be the maid and clean your shit up and get up out of there. And I'm glad that she stood up for herself and I'm a 17,001 vote in support of her And to Don, we haven't talked because I canceled my one-on-one with you because I really don't know what to say to you. And for you to come and explain to me some bullshit would be a waste of our time. I now know where me and Hollywood Unlock sit with you, and I'm comfortable with that. And I unfollowed you. So good luck in your uh, marriage. Uh, Okay. Although me and Don Benjamin are no longer friends, we both, uh, all three of us are. So it was good seeing uh, both of you today. This is a (laughs) great show. It's a wild show.
1: I learned a lot that I'm not sure I wanted to know, but I learned a lot today, Jason
0: Lee. (laughs) That's okay. I'm going to go get my pocket (laughs) pussy. Bye. Oh, my God. (laughs) All right, look, that was a great show. And make sure you keep coming back because we got all types of amazing interviews and topics that are going to make you go crazy. Uh Uh-huh, that's right. That means like,
2: subscribe, do everything you need to do to make sure you stay up to date with what we got going on.
1: And ladies, stay tuned in because you know I have your back.
0: And listen, make sure that you're commenting below because even though I say I don't read it on the show, that's all I do when it's over. Peace.